The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed and ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis Pip Pip Cheerio McElroy. And I'm and I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy, uh, his grown-up brother. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to, to me. You. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, birthday to dear all Travis of us. And Justin. and Justin and Margaret Mitchell, the author of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to <laughs> us. Welcome to a birthday spectacular. All the brothers. Have birthdays today? Well, tomorrow. November Statistically 8th. speaking, all, right. all the brothers have birthdays. All the brothers have birthdays. It's our very special birthday celebration. Except you're getting all the presents, and that is comedy right. and insight. Ooh, yeah. Um, Parker Posey too. Park, oh, it's uh, Parker Park. Posey's birthday. <laughs> Parker well, that's a funny... Posey, congrats. Terror Reed. And terrori. Okay, okay, okay. Everybody, all the stars. All the stars are shining tonight on. Uh, well, when the episode <laughs> comes, the stars to, in the sky. Yeah, because they're all they're here all celebrating here. their November eighth birthdays. Now, I do want to say, when the episode comes out, it will be November seventh. Yeah, um, yeah. What's your point? Also, the last time your guy's birthday fell on a election day, it was a big stinker, Rudy, wasn't no, it? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Griff, thanks for reminding me, bud. I totally didn't remember that. Thank just, you so yeah. much, Griffin. Say, just yeah. saying. And just it's means for me to remember yeah. uh, that I had that election day is November 8th because I'm not thinking about that every second of well, every it's day. Just so that, it's that. just that. It, it, well, the only thing is, you guys are like, "It's the best day," and I'm like, "It could." You guys are in a panic spiral right now, and no. I am too. But mine is no. I'm just mad at you, Griffin. Don't misread my body language. Mine's not attached to the birthday. Like my birthday is going to be no, great. Your birthday and is when Jesus died. Dire consequences potentially, uh, but that's that's fine. That's the fine. great. I will receive the the greatest present. For this birthday, and Travis will likely receive it too. And you know what, Griffin, you'll even uh, get to get to open this one. And that's that John Ossoff will get off my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Carville will 
Restrained. Yes. He'll take his talons out of my nuts. Yeah. And go I, elsewhere. I'm not going to say who because I don't want people like telling me about them, but somebody who has reverend at the start of their name emails me nine times a day. Not yeah. an exaggeration. Fresh, nine fresh memes from the reverend. Hey, yeah. but like I'm expecting to get like a hey man, uh, what are you doing? Can I borrow uh, a game you've been playing? I'm bored as hell, man. Fucking, like, I am always getting texts and emails from James Carville asking to borrow my video games. Yes. He's like, he's like, hey man, are you done? Are you done with Red Dead Redemption Two? And I'm like, that game came out a long time ago. He's like, you got yeah. it on Xbox 360? And it's like, why are you? I don't even know that it came, it came out came on out. Xbox 360, yeah. my man. <laughs> I, I you often play, you worry. You want to play Madden 10 with me? Madden 10? <laughs> I often worry that Elizabeth Warren is going to, for some reason, actually personally text me and tell me, like, she ran out of gas and needs my help. But it's just going to pop up in my thing. The notification will just say, hey, Travis, it's me, Elizabeth Warren. And I'll ignore it. And she'll be sitting there like, where is he? I, I only had enough energy to text one person. And <laughs> Travis was the last person I texted I, asking for money. Where is he? You know, here's something I never considered. <laughs> Do you think that people Elizabeth Warren texts in her day-to-day life, do you think she is frequently getting responses to her personal text messages that are like, fuck off? Yeah. Please. Stop. Please. Unfollow. Stop to end. Unsubscribe. What? This is your wife. Unsubscribe. Now, it's really James Carville, and I really want to borrow your Xbox. I have eight cell phones. That's why it always comes from a different number. That's what you would. That's what you would say, that's James. What you would do. I got subscribe. I'm standing right in front of you. I got tricked by one last week, and the the opener of the text was a uh, tragic update. Deeply sad about Mark Kelly. It's like, <laughs> oh fuck, my dog died. And that one, I did pop open. They got me on that one. Yeah. Um. So that's uh. Please vote. I mean, we got, you know, we have, we're going to say that. And you already did vote. But like, vote good. You know vote what I mean? Good. Uh, do a is, good job, I guess. the right way to do, do right. it. Um, and, let, and, and fuck, who knows, man? You know? This yeah. isn't political advice. You should vote for people that think the outcome of the election is valid. Yes. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good that's start. A good, that's a good start. That's not political. Vote That's for people, like, and listen, this is a bull, I'm going to take a bold political stance. Vote yeah. for people that aren't complete dipshits. That's yeah, good. This is, this is, that's too much. That's too political. Sometimes you're choosing Sorry. between two dipshits. Less of a dipshit, <laughs> then. Um. Anyway, uh, happy birthday. I'm sorry that it got a little bit away from the main topic. Anyways, back to our birthday. Thank you. The birthday. Balloon drop. Yeah, Travis and I are, Travis, what are you, 39? Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you know what age you're going to turn, guys? 42. The nerds are going to love this one. (laughs) It's Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball number, I think. 42. Yep. So long. That's the last, that's the last like big one for 27 years. Yeah. And then you roll up into 60. No. I'm looking to see if that was Ken Griffey Jr.'s uh, jersey number because I'll be really impressed with myself. You could, Travis, our audience, you just say it is. Sure. Yeah, no it was, one, totally was. Literally nobody knows or is going to fact check that or knows how to fact check that. Oh, it absolutely was not. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Like, he played for several different <laughs> teams and it wasn't on any of them. Tackle. Okay. Hey, never mind. Hey, hey, look over there. It's an advice show for the modern era. Let's bring that over here. Yes, welcome. Welcome to our advice show. We're so happy to have you here for this birthday ce- celebration. Celebration. Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, we're having a regatta for our birthday this year. We're calling it our birthday celebration. Guys, it, here in Cap City, it's buzzing. There's Cap, every, sorry, what is it? Cap City this is what we call Capsaicin? it. Here in Capsaicin. <laughs> here in Capsaicin, it's buzzing. People are buzzing. About our birthday? Like, about your birthday and about <gasps> election day. The schools here take two days off for election day. For our birthday? For Travis's birthday is on Monday, and Justin's birthday, they take Tuesday off. Yeah, we take um, turns. They take time to really observe it. Um, I just want you all to know it's electric. It's electrifying. Is that what is the energy like there? Electric and electrifying. People are just out on the street always now, and the parties go all night long. This is like Whoa. our. This is like our day. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you guys allowed to vote? Have you thought about that? Yes, but the ballot is like a Shoney's kids menu, and it's like, do you think chocolate milk is good? And we say, oh, uh, we say yes, it is. And they say, do you want? Would it be cool to have people like in Congress for you? And we're like, yes, yes, that's really that would be very cool. And they're like, okay, but how many pancakes do you want? Uh, and you know, I say three, and it doesn't. It then they they take it and they say thank you. They gave me the sticker. They put the menu right in the garbage can. Oh, do you at least get one of those lollipops where like the stick is a loop at the end? I do get a safety pop, which is yeah. oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I you know I can't be trusted to vote for members of Congress, but I so I clearly can't be trusted to eat like a dum dum, a tootsie roll nope. pop, a charms blow pop, because uh, it's going right down the windpipe. Yeah, but um, and like you're running and you trip and that stick. Oh boy, that's dangerous. But we're all having a ton of fun over here. It's a fucking party nonstop. Oh, wow. cool, cool energy. I love it, and uh, I love your questions. That's what we're going to answer for you right now in this podcast, which begins now. Uh, I dog sit as a side hustle. I. <laughs> I don't think you should announce that to the people who you are dog sitting for. Yeah, but. I think you should just frame it differently. Anyway, a dog sit is a side hustle. I don't currently have my own dog, and I'm not actively looking to adopt, but I really love a few of my regular dog clients. I'm wondering if there's a chill way I could tell their people that if anything were ever happened to them. Yeah, go on. I would, lo <laughs> I would love to adopt them. Sort of like a dog godmother. Yep. Mm. It seems now, there's, like there's something there's better some we could do there. We're going to circle back on yeah. dog godmother because I'm not loving there's it. There's something there's, there. And there's some confusing something. pronoun stuff in there. Just to be clear, what you're saying is uh, I love the dogs and I want to let the people know that if anything happens to the people, I'll yeah. take the dogs. Okay. Um. Okay. So is there a chill way to ask about that without it sounding like a tacit threat? Nice dog you got there would be a shame if something happened to you in upstate New York. <sighs> listen, listen, when it's a sad thing, but when a pet's owners die. Go go on the Rainbow Road, yeah. When they go- when It's they the Rainbow the, Bridge, isn't it? Rainbow no, Road is in Mario. When humans do it, we go on the Rainbow Road, and we do the <laughs> When they get hit by that blue shell on the Rainbow Road. And you jump the fence <laughs> on the first lap, and you land mm -hmm. on the lower part of the Rainbow Road, and just fucking <laughs> skook your dumbass cousins. <laughs> uh, and you're like, Bing Ted's awesome! And you're like, <laughs> this with Yoshi and Suck Dry my butt, Bowser! Um, that we do, it is, Standard practice that the pets are buried with them, with the owners. Yes, like a pharaoh. Like a pharaoh, so they can protect us when Haran 
tries to ferret us across the river Styx, and we're like, I'm not, I would rather actually hit the rainbow road right now. I would have way more fun with that than in your sl- slow ass canoe death. Nice try. I'm out. Well, that's why you, you, you do need to challenge death to some Mario Kart when you get down there to return or, or you could do smash if that's your thing, but it's Mario Kart and smash are the only two games that he's got down there yeah. uh, on GameCube. So it's, and it's sad and it's sad, but you need to, when the hell bats come at you, you're going to need that dog with you or kitty yep. cat. Kitty cats keep not, bad. Well, too. kitty cats not going to do much. The kitty weird, the weird part of the conversation will not be the initial opening. It's a little macabre, but I think most people would be like, "Yeah, you know what? If I die, you got my cat, my dog." But what is step two? Mm-hmm. Because there's a couple different ways it plays out. One is Beth, call her Beth, dies. And then you show up at the funeral and be like, this is, this may seem odd, uh, but it is actually chill. Beth said that if she died, I could have the dog. So I'll right. go ahead and take that with me. No problem. That's option one. Option two is the owner is like, I guess I need to call my lawyer yeah. to put it in the will <laughs> that you Wait, can have hold my dog. On. Is that not a normal thing? Because I have in my will, no joke, where my dogs go if something happens. Yeah, I mean. And because but, mostly I knew it wasn't Justin or Griffin, and I wanted no. to make that super clear. They're going to yeah, dad. Yeah. Deal with yeah, it, old man. Yeah. Good luck, oh, yeah. dad. Enjoy, Carol. You're going to love it. One more on the pile, baby. Two more, baby. That's four <laughs> dogs total if something happened today. <laughs> day, day, oh, no. I can see out Travis's window. Dad has showed up outside his house with a baseball bat. He's just <laughs> protecting him with his life. That's He's buying cool. Travis granola and grapes. Dad is bad at nutrition. But yeah, Travis, but you did that already, right? Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, great. Uh, while I'm watching you, could you please call your lawyer and tell them to draft a new will, please? Thank I you. I also I don't know how to tell you this question, but uh, this like uh, if I if something happens to me, I'm leaving whatever to whoever is not normally a gig economy related right. thing. Sure. Where, like because. Uh, it could happen anytime. Uh, not to me, of course, but to other people. And so this idea of like it could happen five years from now. You've moved. You yeah, like you've you moved. went somewhere else, and it's yeah. just like, hey, I need you to find this person and give them my dog. <laughs> like, you could probably do okay by like showing the dog how to get to your house. Oh yeah, maybe if you could persuade the dog to incredible journey. Yes. Okay. You know, you like just you the motion, the wheels are already now, now hold on, obviously. Dustin. It's been a while since I've seen the incredible journey, homeward bound the incredible journey, but I don't believe it was well, looks like it's time for me to move on. Well, my whole Let me family. check this napkin with a map on it. Damn, the whole family beefed it, huh? Shit. Well, <laughs> well I, I had this dog walker I really liked. I think she's in Poughkeepsie. Do you guys know how to get there? Can we I'll take just a start tr- moseying along? I'll find it. Hey, remember me? My whole family died. Can I stay with? No. Okay. Oh fuck. Well. Uh, oh, you got see. your own dog in the last eight years. Bummer. <laughs> okay. Hey, this. This. Uh, you know what? I'm getting out the stamp. This is weird. <laughs> like, you, can't, <laughs> you 
you can't. I'm sorry. We tried everything. Uh, we gave it the old college, but that one's just weird. I'm sorry. You can't yeah. do it. Can't do that one. Um, can't do that one. Can we do? Can we go to the wizard though? Yeah, because uh, yeah. it's not really Halloween anymore. But if you wanted to have like a darkness, a dark oh, sort of. Uh, I was going to invite the wizard to Thanksgiving. No, uh, no, we, he's still thinking a lot about, um, he's still thinking a lot about Halloween. There's a huge banner ad for Kate Blanchett's tar on my, on my screen that I can't get rid of. And it's like half the screen. Oh, when it's I tar, need to adhere roof, when I need to adhere roof tiles <laughs> or stop one of the wet bandits, I only reach for one brand. That's Kate Blanchett's tar. <laughs> It's a lot of people said it was strange for me, Kate Blanchett, to create my own line of tar. But when other tars on the the target couldn't stack up. You don't know what's in my heart. You don't know what's in my heart. You don't know what's on my roof. Acting is what I settled for, but tar is my passion. It's, it's the stickiest pitch imaginable. I can catch Cinderella on this thing. Okay. I've spent two decades perfecting Kate Blanchett's. Everything else has been funding for this moment. My okay. little secret? It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's great on your roof, great on toast. Enjoy. <laughs> Kate Enjoy. Blanchett's talk. This anyway. is how to act evil. A villain is usually the most fun character to play, but making that kind of evil truly scary and believable takes hard work. If you aren't sure how to act evil for your role, it helps to start from the outside and work inward. Once you have the perfect look for your evil character, you'll be able to focus on creating a sinister persona. Just like- I, I will. I want to just create a little asterisk there and say, uh, "Evil character, most fun to play." Little asterisk down at the bottom, except Deadpool, because it looks like Mr. Reynolds is having a blast with that character. Yeah, oh, all yeah. In it. So it seems like it's a it, it, it villain, except Deadpool at the bottom. Um. So here's the first step, and it is to choose the right clothing. Evil mm-hmm. is uh, to for the for the. For the photo on this one, for the little doodle, for the little illustration, they have a dude mm-hmm. like pulling off a t-shirt, but it's not like really germane to what the question is about. Okay, um, and I'm gonna I'll slack the image to you guys because it's uh it's like it's like that's what you guys went with is just like here wear dark clothing because that's the you know traditional clothing of a bad boy, but like, then they sent this. He's like cut and- Huh, and, yeah. whoa, it's all like, right. Choose the right clothing. Evil is typically associated with dark foreboding colors, so when you're planning a costume for a villainous character, that's the color palette that you should start with. Well, this this drawing is like a photo they took too soon. It's like they started yeah. drawing it and the guy they were drawing wasn't ready yet. <laughs> it's a, it's, you could see, okay, so you see a, a chest, and then hands are pulling a shirt almost all the way off, and the face or is on. It is a dark color. That's true. Yeah, he's probably putting on a dark color. What a bizarre time to draw this, this image. guy. Yeah. Um. And let's step out. Let's not. This isn't. This is not how to do a costume. I think people who come to this article looking for help want to be a, a a real baddie. 
And so you got to consider the genre of baddie you want to be when planning your costume. You have to take the type uh, of scene you're working in as well as the time period into account. For example, while a villain in a Western and an evil character in a futuristic sci-fi play might both wear black, the outfits will likely be very different otherwise. Man, I wish there really was a futuristic sci-fi play. All plays I go to is just like, People singing about like their the, uh, newspaper not well, going good. Dad and just went and saw Dad? Back to yeah. the Future in London, which is a pretty futuristic sci-fi play, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, yeah. unless you know about something that I don't, vis-a-vis like time travel. Well, no, it's just like the the time that he goes to in the future in that movie. We already did do that one, and oh, so like point. I would argue That's it's true. not so much future sci-fi. Um, but if there was point. one where like spaceship was there and like they had like a Star Wars music like play with like lightsabers and like uh, Jedi babes and like all that. Oh yeah, yeah cool shit. Um, well, Griffin, I'm sorry that that's not actually futuristic because I don't know if you know the Star Wars actually happened a long time ago. Okay, but um, you know what I mean, like spaceship, oh, good future point. science. It's good actually point. historical fiction. Add uh, sinister but... accessories, like a spiky eye patch. Spiky collar. Spiky collar, wallet spiky chain. wallet chain. Fucking... Wallet chain sinister, right? Yeah, yeah. plaid, oh, yeah, 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 plaid yeah. vans, uh, f- fucking Jinko jeans. Yeah, uh, some goggles. Hat. Some goggles. Uh, Generikoi. Hat. Jamiroquai hat, Jamiroquai <laughs> style, beliefs, Jamiroquai, Jamiroquai faith. <laughs> All it really takes, guys, is a mustard seed of Jamiroquai faith. <laughs> That's how you walk on walls and on the ceiling. You just have That's to believe. true. Go for sleek hair. There may be a variety of hairstyles that work well for your character. A sleek, slick back do is usually a traditional look for an evil character. Pomades work best when slicking back short hair. Clay-based formula gives you blah, 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 blah. a wild generalization. Is it? Yeah, it is like maybe like a 60-40 split. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's um, I'm going to cut ahead. Well, do develop a menacing stare. That's the last yeah, one. Of that them. is oh, important. Yeah, Avoid looking away and blinking. It's hard, but if it was easy, it'd be an evil baddie. Then everyone would do it. I, if I could do that. If I was capable of that, I'd probably be doing a lot better, like, socially. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't. yeah. That's my bat. Like, I can't. Yeah, if I could stare into people's eyes for more than a second or two without having to then look away, um, I wouldn't need to be an evil guy. Yeah. I could be a- If I wasn't always, always, always staring at people's eyebrows, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have to look directly into their eyes and they would see yeah. it. Let's you get know, fun. Oh, the magic. Nature. The let's magic get, in your Let's heart. have audio fun, though, because this is sounding the part. Make your voice deeper. While a specific okay. character might call for a certain type of voice, villains traditionally have deep, throaty voice that makes them sound evil. If you have a naturally deep voice, you probably don't have to alter it much. However, if your voice tends to be higher pitched, try to give it a lower, more menacing sound. That means you but want that's to speak. universally true. Like, deeper? Deeper? Travis, please deeper. Oh, sorry. It's universally true. This is also like Batman voice, though. <laughs> this is well, also like... Batman's, oh. the Batman's evil to the Jokers of the world. That's a good point, Griffin. That's a good point, Griffin. Hello, brothers. So let's do a practice here. I it, like, am Batman. Whoa, shit. I didn't, I whoa, didn't that burp. wasn't me. I don't know what that was. I, I just burped the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you next time. Gadget. Travis, that's, 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 that's my doctor Thank wild, you. That's my, dude. That's my doctor Why don't you, you gotta do more cartoons. That's probably painful, isn't it? That oh, yeah. Though. I can do it for about three yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it identify, is literal vocal fry. It fries the inside of my throat doing sure. that. Sure. Identify your chest register by saying the word whoa in as deep a voice as you can. Okay. Keep whoa. your hand on your chest as you speak to feel the vibrations. Repeat the exercise several times. It may help to record yourself so you can listen back to what your voice sounds like. We're doing that. Okay, so if Justin, we all just want to like put your hand on your chest and just like, yeah. Go ahead, Juice. Hello. Hand on your chest, no, Justin. Like hand on chest and say, "Whoa, were you paying attention?" Whoa! Wow, that's Whoa. really deep. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Wow! Whoa. That really works. That really works. Whoa. Holding it here. That's that's really low. That's really that's really low. It sounds. This that's might be some of our really worst low. audio yet. Perfect and menacing that's laugh. Really good, Justin. That's so cool, though. I didn't know I could do that. I'm glad you're having fun with your. I'm voice. glad your villain arc has begun, Justin. Justin, well, now you have wait, to be evil because your voice can do that. Wait until there's villains in the Avengers Zone. Siebel Chase, you guys are gonna appreciate this. Yeah, you're gonna freak out. No, that's hey, too, hey, Justin, please don't break that voice out. It's, it's too scary. It's too scary. Can you all perfect a menacing laugh for me? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. But do it like you did, did in the scary <laughs> demon voice. <laughs> it's got to be low? Yeah, it's got to be low. It's hard to laugh low. <laughs> I actually think the most evil thing you can do is to respond like in this way. That's funny. Oh, that's so funny. You're, you're a really funny person. I didn't know you were a comedy guy. Um, emphasize oh, why did didn't they call Family Guy it. comedy guy if it's going to be mostly jokes? Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Juice. Emphasize the right words when you're trying to act evil. The way you speak your lines is almost as important as the lines themselves. A villainous character should emphasize words that have a threatening connotation or mock the other characters. For example, if you tell another character, you're pathetic, you may want to make sure you say pathetic with a hard edge. So it sounds like you're really twisting the knife. Or we could hit it another way. You're pathetic. <laughs> I don't care what anyone, don't say, I'm not pathetic. You're pathetic. You're the pathetic one. I didn't uh, say you were pathetic. I know, but uh, I could see it in your eyes. You're looking at me like, oh, I was pathetic, but I'm not. Hey, man, Um, listen, I, I, I don't want to diagnose, but uh, you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> you're a butthole. <laughs> Stop being a Butthole, Derek. You're a bully. What? What'd you say? You're the bully. You Shut can't up. push me around anymore, Derek. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> what? I'm not afraid of you anymore, butthole. <laughs> Give layers to your anger. An evil character likely carries a great deal of rage. I'm getting lightheaded from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do every single your health. Uncontrolled anger. Instead, try to give shades to your character's evil rage according to this story. For example, in an early scene, you may just glare at another character to convey your low-key anger. However, as you approach the climax... Do you want to hear me convey my low-key anger? Yeah, yeah sure. Gosh darn it, Thor! Okay. That was very good. <laughs> Make sure you understand what the character is angry about in every scene. Ooh, hold on, wait, stop. I gotta stop you right there, WikiHow. Because you know how every time anyone plays any Batman villain, it does, like... Fuck them up, like Paul yeah. Dano yes. still has to. Yes, like, Paul Dano still has to like sleep with all of the lights on 
And yeah, and ice around his head. Ice so around his hot. head from how hot <laughs> so his hot fucking made his brain so hot. <laughs> it's because he thought like it wasn't just like I'm I'm gonna pretend to be the Riddler. It was also like, but why is the Riddler so angry? But then that seeps into Paul Dano, right? And he's like, I want to punish people with puzzles. Well, uh, this is why if you're a screenwriter, I don't want to give you notes, but it helps to like write in just directly into the script in like a uh, parentheses like you're angry here. And then yeah. it's like, I don't have to understand it. You just told me. That's great. I know exactly how to read. In fact, if you could just start uh, screenwriters, start every line with a parenthesis of like angry, angry happy, horny, hungry, hungry, horny. Anyway, so hungry. I don't have to like uh, internalize it in any way whatsoever. I would love that. That would be great. In Enjoy- all my acting work. Enjoy the pain of others. Part of being truly evil what? is taking satisfaction. Enjoy the, the pain of others. Enjoy the pain of others. When you're trying to act evil, it's important to show how much joy your character gets when other people suffer and convey that even when you don't have any lines that spell it out. Ooh. Now, WikiHow's kind of given you permission, carte blanche, to eat up scenery in the back. Yeah. 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 You don't need to make it always about you. Yeah, like yeah. In the, when in like the in sci-fi future in Jupiter Ascending, the stage musical, when the dog man like breaks up with Jupiter, and she's like, <laughs> "You can't be in the background, like, <laughs> like, because yeah. then you'll get yelled at." That um, that actually got me fired as a zombie extra in Walking Dead. <laughs> that yeah. every time somebody would get hurt, my zombie would go, <laughs> and yeah. they're like, "The zombies don't really laugh, Travis. Yeah. If you could not," and I'm like, "Ah, but." What is more and evil? You, and you shout it out like, fuck him up, zombie Michael. And they're like, that's not <laughs> no. how the show works. I was like, like well, I was just trying to deepen like the bond between the zombies and maybe we could have some scenes of just the zombies interacting. And they're like, that's yeah. not really what we do. And I'm like, not maybe it's time here. to change. You've been going 19 seasons. Um, um, go if, ahead, Juice. If, I will say, just for the purpose of our argument, though, if you learn to derive joy from the pain of others, and you could still derive joy from the happiness of others. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a pretty nice life you'd be living. You're pretty happy. Like, hey. Sounds like you've got a recipe for being happy all the time. I mean, if everyone does it, <laughs> it stinks. But one or two Something people. Something would happen different. Could, what, or someone's got to do it, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if there were more villains in movies and TV shows that just seemed happy all the time. Yeah. yeah. Is that so bad? Because, like, Lex Luthor seems kind of annoyed Holy all the shit, time. Holy shit, Travis. Top... Community Q&A. I want to be evil, but I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. What can I do? You can be evil in a broad sense. Seek world domination instead of hurting people individually. The best evil is insidious and seems good. For example, in DC Comics, Lex Luthor is not evil. In his own mind, he's looking out for the good of humanity against the evil alien who has come from Krypton to enforce his vision of justice on our world. Yeah. He's not explicitly evil, just xenophobic and racist. (laughs) He's he's bad in a lot of ways. Um, But he doesn't. Murder banks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? yeah, he's like in that top 0.1% of wealth and he could be doing way more with his money. Sure. But instead he runs for president and hates illegal aliens. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Find some humanity for the characters the last tip. Don't do that. That's weak no, shit. Boring. I hate that shit when it's like yeah. in Lord of the Rings when Sauron is like, you know, He's and this just, is my I'm puppy. Just, he's like, I'm just doing it for my daughter. It's like, I don't, man, it's I was weird. really yeah, enjoying, I like, I so could So who do you want me to root for now? Right, yeah. exactly, oh, that's the cure it. to her, di- I'm, okay, man. Because then I, it's I, like, I, when Frodo cuts his fucking head off. Right. That's, I'm not, uh, am I supposed to feel confused yeah. about that? When Samwise is like doing the like, you know, I'm crouching over you so it looks like I'm farting on you and putting my butt on your face because we beat you. Yeah. I want to cheer for that wholeheartedly. I don't want to have a moment of like, well, but 
like but his daughter like, was kidnapped or whatever. Mr. Freeze is the perfect example. Yeah. You never, ever, ever see Mr. Freeze like making a throne of ice, living it up, enjoying frozen foods. Like he, that's not him. Every time you see this other fucker, it's always like single crack in my globe, frozen tears on the ground, probably a rose. Yeah. I'm really sad. It's like such a bummer. And he's I've like, written some poems. Oh my I wrote, God. I wrote poems. And, oh. he's, hey. and he's like, he's like, but my wife died. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people's wives died because yeah, of your cold, parents died. Because of your cold gun you made. Yeah. 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 Hey. Since we're on the subject of Batman organically. Thank you. Can we just take a second, second to talk about Pennyworth? Because I kind of lost it a little bit today. Everyone knows that uh, that there's a network called Epics. Yeah. E-P-I-X that made a show called Pennyworth. Yeah. That is the show. And the show... subtitle, if I'm not mistaken. No, is... no, no. Don't say it yet. Okay. Don't say it yet. Okay. Because that subtitle is new. Newly introduced. I just want okay. to say I don't know about this channel, show, or subtitle. Okay, of the show. Griffin, hey, this is so good. Pennyworth is a series about Alfred, right? Batman's butler. It's Figure the, that out. Yeah, it is now in it. I thought this thing had been. I thought it got a season, and then everyone was like, "What happened?" An origin and then it story got away. for Alfred. Today, I see ads for they're on season three. HBO Max exclusive, but in season three, in season three, there's a new subtitle, and it is The Origin of Batman's Butler. <laughs> now, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, Pennyworth is the rare show that's probably better the less you know about it. Yeah. Probably once you start thinking about they did a show about Batman's Butler, it starts to feel kind of bad to watch. But now, the fact that they're like, we got to get more people in Maybe now we should reveal that this is actually a story about Batman's butler. Maybe the, somehow the producers did. just got sick of answering, answering the question like, who? And they're like, it's Batman's butler. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to put it right there on the 10. Don't worry about yeah. it. So is it we'll like anything. He, he like learns how to like make tea and clean up clean up a mess when no he i think he's maybe like a spy yeah they've uh done a lot of retconning uh with pennyworth uh and pennywise in the last uh <laughs> couple years where it's just like he's a fucking sniper <laughs> yeah, shooter murderer extremely guy. deadly cool cool dude i like I wait i don't want to know if it's good if you watch it i don't want to know i got lots of things i'm watching don't defend it because i've never seen it i'm not attacking it I'm saying conceptually ruinous. I, <laughs> I don't now that I've I don't said know it, though, how it kept going. Now that I've said it though, I would like an Alien versus Predator Pennyworth v Pennywise if we could just work that out. Even if it's just animated, uh, I would love that. This is my butler Alfred Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That sounds scares the shit out of me. God, has Batman ever fought Pennywise? Two masters yes. of fear. Mono yes. e clowno, just going at it. I mean, Batman spends a lot of time in the sewer. He's definitely encountered. Pennywise yeah, before, I right? how much do you want to bet Batman just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Nope, just nope, nope, not his today, eyes, not like, today. I don't see that, I don't see that. No, not, not my it. fight. No, I'm not no, doing no, it. No, 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 else. Let's take a look at the power rankings. One, Scarecrow is Pennywise, and he's kicked his ass before. So, and the other thing is that Pennywise got his ass beat by, I think, like four dipshit kids. Yeah. Who then grew up to be kind of dipshit adults, and they killed him yeah. again. So it's like, and none of them were, let me check. Hey, spoilers. None of them were Batman. One of them was Bill Hader. So, like, you know, great. 
Love Bill Hader, but not, not. Batman. Yeah. Okay, so Justin uh, here has a. Oh, okay. This is helpful. <laughs> Let's Let see. see. This him. is this is a Quora article. Juice, you found it. Yeah, it's just called "How Would the Battle Go Between Pennywise and Batman?" There you go. And there okay. is no further clarification. It's just like, "What's up?" Yeah. So, and then there's just like it, they agree with me. They fucks up Scarecrow. He scares now, people. He is scarier but, than Pennywise to a lot of people. So it's like, it, it's by the way, the article does in fact verbatim say, "Here is Batman fucking up Scarecrow." Yeah. yeah. But I would I would argue that there is a fundamental. This article begins with answer one. Uh, but let me ask you something. It says in an answer, tricky. Is there anything that the vigilante of Gotham, the Dark Knight, is scared of? No. But yes, right? Like, yeah, sure. we routinely see Batman fucked up. Man, he's afraid of shit. Does do all Quora articles have so many fucking <laughs> kick-ass bitchin' pictures of Batman in them? This 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 fucking <laughs> article's got like two Sorry, dozen guys, bitchin' I, pictures of Batman in it. Guys, the first question asker has written. How the fight would go, <laughs> if I may. Oh, please. May I? Yes. Location, Gotham, <laughs> location, Gotham City. Pennywise confronted a homeless kid and said, do you want a balloon, little boy? The boy, seeing Pennywise's wicked smile, started to cry and run away. Pennywise then transformed into a bizarre monster, laughed in a scary voice, and chased the kid to a small and Wait, dark is alley. is this written in past tense? <laughs> yeah, yes. and it's written in between some of the it, most fucking <laughs> radical bitchin' bad, badass Batman pics I've the ever seen. The kid thought he would be done for until a shadow of bat suddenly appeared. Bye-bye, a bat-shaped bye-bye. logo shown on the dark clouds. Whoa! He was, These he are was bitchin' bye-bye. pictures of Batman! Griffin wasn't Fuck lying! Look at he this was standing thing. there on the roof of a house Shit, yes. the dark knight showed up penny raw pennywise started roaring angrily he tried to attack the cape crusader but batman dodged it all yes get the out crazy of there. clown then received some big sucker punches from batman just like this monster right here <laughs> and now, now there's, a, there's some there's... cool pictures of batman beating the ass of some unknown beast killer not, croc i would guess maybe killer croc it's not pennywise but like <laughs> i think logic would dictate by the transitive property, if Batman could beat this monster's ass, Pennywise would be dirt in the ground. Yep. <laughs> Taking too much damages, Pennywise growled angrily, Why? Why can't I sense your fear? Why did you sound like Batman for Pennywise? I guess they do sound I was similar. trying to just yeah. do my villain voice. Yeah, sure. I'll take all of you. I'll feast on your flesh as I feed on your fear. Not stopping. Batman took out some explosive <laughs> Oh my God. Whoa, Let's look yes. at this next picture of Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise turned into this mushy potato (laughs) and begged Batman to spare him. (laughs) There's a picture of Pennywise as a mushy potato, and then the next picture is Batman, and over it, in what I think maybe Joker font, it says, what's wrong, scared. Uh, And then it says, Batman said this in a cold voice, so Griffin, if you could again, in a cold voice. What's wrong, scared? Scared. Then he finished the clown. <laughs> I can't see those clowns. Oh my god, guys! Yeah, guys? and there's a picture of Batman walking away from what an is explosion. A, an explosion that has just killed Pennywise. He, he blew up Pennywise right next to this in a box labeled "Related Questions." Are how would an encounter between the Joker and Pennywise play out? How would Batman defeat Pennywise? What if the Joker met Pennywise? Who would win in a fight, Pennywise or the Joker? Who would win, Pennywise, parentheses, it, versus Deadpool? What would happen if Superman <laughs> met you. Pennywise? Not fought, 
But yeah. if Superman, I guess, ran into Pennywise at the supermarket? Yeah, I'll tell you who wins between Pennywise and Deadpool, and that's me at the theater yeah. with my kids, having the time of my life, laughing, loving, learning. Darth Vader oh, versus Pennywise, man. that seems pretty straightforward. It's, I don't know. This is fun. This is. Fu- I wish we did a show that was just like fights. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be better? It would be better. It's just like people fighting. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Tell them who's winning it. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with a lot more show. The party's just getting started right after this. It's better. It's better now listen, I know we're all pretty hyped up right now thinking about Batman beating the ass of this horrible clown that scared my kids so fucking much, and I would love it if this happened. But we need to bring it down a little bit because this is an ad for Calm, and I'm I'm not there. Like I'm not in the right headspace for it. So if we could work yeah. through it together, um, maybe let's do a simple breathing exercise. Let's breathe in through our noses and hold it for about five seconds, and exhale through the mouth. Yeah, try not to think about all the Pennywises you saw while trick or treating, and you weren't sure if any of them was the real Pennywise enjoying his time on the upside. Damn it, Travis! He he wouldn't get. Yeah. Damn it, Travis! We're partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel, reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations. Think about Batman protecting you so strong. Improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. There's. Even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. And um, I, I, I enjoy calm. Sometimes I don't feel calm. I'm really fucking freaked out about the world and the don't do this here. sewer don't monsters. Do this here. Don't do this here. Not no here. one needs this your baggage, Griffin. Griffin. This is the time for calm. Yeah, thank well, you. Well, I'm just saying that calm can, calm can fix that. When you load the app, listen to this. This is the background of the app. Listen. It's just like I'm camping with Pop Pop again. Nice. Yeah. Don't you feel so chill? Yeah. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer, 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash my brother. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash my brother for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's Calm dot com slash my brother <laughs> no what that sound is it's the bombas going off you want to get socks <laughs> you want to get undies you want to get fucking comfortable oh boy oh boy time um, to set off the bombas man i that's to- my new slogan that they refuse to even take my calls yeah, uh, about hurts. regarding bombas now this is explosively comfortable uh, socks Underwear, some uh, some beautiful uh, t-shirts. Um, they got uh, they got good stuff too. This is quality material. You want the Pima cotton? Yeah, no problem. Ultra soft, never itchy merino wool. Oh, I just stocked up on these guys. They got some holiday prints. Just stocked up on them because I did my. You know how you know how once a year you take all your short socks and put them in a big bag, and then mm-hmm. take out your jeans socks and put them in the drawer, and then you do that every six months. I just got ready for my big switch as we go into the cooler months. And Bombas is right there helping me to restock my wardrobe for all my holy socks. Okay. Should good. Sprung for Bombas quality. <laughs> yeah. Beginning, yeah. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have settled for second best. Give the good this holiday season with Bombas. 
Go to bombas.com slash my brother and use code my brother for 20% off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash my brother. Code my brother for 20% off. Bombas.com slash my brother. Code my brother. Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hello, I'm Lori Kimmerton. We do a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show, and you could listen to it anytime you want it because there's hundreds of episodes. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing comedy forever, and we should both quit. So why don't you listen up <laughs> before we leave this not only terrible business, but this awful world. And find out why we can't. <laughs> because we love it so. <laughs> Jackie and Lori Show. Every week here on MaximumFun.org. Hi, it's Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun. I am breaking into this programming to say thank you to Max Fund's members. Your purchases in this year's post Max Fund Drive patch sale raised over $50,000 for Trans Lifeline. Maybe you already know about the good work that Trans Lifeline does. If you don't, they're a trans-run organization that offers direct emotional and financial support to trans people in crisis. If you want to learn more about the work Trans Lifeline does or support them further, go to translifeline.org. Thanks for supporting Maximum Fun. Thanks for supporting Trans Lifeline. And thanks for being awesome people who want to do good in the world. Uh, boys, before we continue the rest of the episode, you know, we're talking, we've hit on a big question here, and I know an expert about this kind of thing that I want to no, bring wait, in. You usually read, read the, the question. No, no, no. This question. isn't. This is a question we discussed before the break, and we're just going to touch on that, and then if we have other things to ask, we will. But first, let me call uh, Griffin Newman. Let me see. Boop, 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 boop. Bring, I didn't bring. know you had a phone. I bring, thought Justin was the only one with the phone. Bring. Click. Uh, hi, is this uh, Griffin Newman? Uh, hi, yes, yes. Hi, who is this? Hi, it's uh, Travis McRoy, your favorite brother from the My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, the, my, yeah, yeah, no, my number one in the ranking. The I, I think of you as as the My Brother, the first yes. My Brother Thank in you very the much. title. Wow. I'm I'm so glad. Oh, wait a second. Who, is someone else on the line? Hey, oh, yeah, hey, sorry. Hey, I had speaker, speaker. Yeah, I had to loop Justin and Griffin in too. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, basically, uh, we were discussing before the break uh, what would happen if Batman fought Pennywise and then mm, it become hey. a, a much bigger question about the, wait, the Joker met Pennywise and Scarecrow yeah. met Pennywise. And then what? I started talking about Pennyworth. Griffin, how much do you think about Pennyworth? The fact uh, that you're there's talking a show about Pennyworth, the is... origins of Batman's Butler. Yes, correct. Yes, the origin of Batman's Butler. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love. They? I look. I think about it a fair amount. I think about it a fair amount. I think a thing that is under discussed with Pennyworth, the origins of Batman's Butler, is that show existed for two full seasons. Yes. yes. On a channel no one watches, <laughs> just called Pennyworth. Yes. And then yeah. they decided for season three, we're going to put it on HBO Max. <laughs> right. Treat it like this is new uh-huh. and go like, I guess the problem, the reason people didn't like this is because the title lacked context. Everything <laughs> right. else, so we were know. killing it in every other regard. Now well, I mean, that, that that is the tradition that has been established with the epics to HBO Max pipeline that we it have the seen cleanest so pipelines many in America. Times. We, yeah. I, I guess I guess I want to know as somebody who did a guest spot on a series that was uh pulled from HBO Max so they didn't have to pay me residuals, 
how many me how many me's could you have paid by just not doing more pennyworth? Like, yeah, yeah. If you're yep. gonna why not like leave infinity trade and then yes. just not do any more? Hey, I refuse my, my to friend, believe anyone watches it. Refuse. I, oh, of course. I was on uh, every episode of uh, Vinyl, the HBO series, which also has gotten. All of them? Uh, I, I think I was on maybe nine out of ten. I believe. I mean, most wow. of my I stood in the background and smoked a cigarette and they went, sorry, nice. we couldn't find anything Fucking for you in this cool, one. Dude. Yeah, it was cool as shit. And if you would leave the set, that would be great. You weren't hired on this show. Why do you keep okay. showing so up? You're on nine yes. out of ten, maybe all vinyls. Yeah, and, and it's it's one of those things. That was one of the first shows that got Zazlaved in this recent culling yeah. of this show is not worth the money it takes to print the residual checks for five pennies. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's true, you do the math on it, and you're like, it's not that you're losing money by paying me residuals. You're basically saying it costs too much money to hire someone to calculate how many pennies you're paying me, and then the paper itself costs more. They're calculating yeah. your penny worth, basically. Yeah. Which right. Oh my right. god, this that was fa fantastic. I actually did want to ask you about something, Griff. While we got you on here, please. Yeah. Uh, let's and, and let's just for clarification, Griff too, so that uh, yes. Griffin oh, gets. Yeah. 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 Well, you don't um, call him Tomb. I'm not the first Griffin Newman. You, he's well, not Tumen. So, okay, you don't know. You know what? No, for the sake of this episode, Griffin, if you're comfortable with this, how about you're Griffin Woman and I'm Griffin Tumen? Just so like there's that. a kind of consistency. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. And we should establish you're in Disenchanted, and that's like the whole reason you're D here. Disenchanted, you're, uh, yeah. Disney Plus original film premiering November 18th. I'm the voice of a talking chipmunk. That's good. That's good. That's it's good. Travis, let, let's, let's soak that in for a second. Yes. Pip. It's yes. good. It's good that he's casting that. I'm very excited I hear about there's it. a rumor, according to IMDb, there's a rumor that Alan okay. Tudyk plays a scroll. Correct. Don't give me any dirt. I oh, want to go okay. in blind. Okay. okay. When I want to say, Griffin, uh, when the movie was announced, uh, I saw you tweeted a picture of Pip, uh, and you, I believe, captured it, it me. Mm -hmm. And I did not originally assume that meant you had been casting that role. I you thought, thought you it was like more of a mood thing. Yeah, you just yes. like identified yes. very closely with <laughs> yes. the energy of Pip the chipmunk. No, which I do. I mean, because it's a it was a photo from the first movie where he's standing in front of a plate of uh, pastrami at uh -huh. Katz's Deli with his arms spread do out. I want to know what happened to the last guy that played Pip. <laughs> it's probably canceled. Story. No, with you know what culture it is? these days. Are you kidding? <laughs> So hard. The real I'll, pimp. I'll give you. I'll give you some. It's not. It's not very salacious. But uh, in the first movie, uh, so if, for those who haven't seen, Enchanted is uh, like a fish out of water movie. Yeah. Amy Adams plays Princess Giselle, and she exists in a cartoon, hand drawn Disney fairy tale princess universe. It's amazing. It's a great. Movie. And she falls through a portal and ends up in real New York. And then the whole thing is here's what if a Disney princess had to exist in the real world in right. New York. At the beginning of the movie, in the hand-drawn sort of musically section, she's got a bunch of little animal friends like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, her whole coterie of animal friends. And Pip is her little chipmunk friend who's wise-cracking New York accent. Kyle, what are you talking about here? Kind of thing. He's got like three or four lines. Are we talking to Pip now? Yes, yeah, Pip here. No, it's a little, <laughs> Pip can join the call. Pip can join the call. If need be. I'd rather not. I would rather die. Yeah, let's not, let's not pull the, the world. Pull the lift okay. Pip is somebody. off the call. Pip is officially disconnected from the call. But there, so he only has like three or four lines. And then the bit is that when he falls through the portal and goes into the real world, he is now bound to the, the rules of the real world. He can't talk. Okay. Okay. So for most of the movie, Pip is mute. 
There's a great he voice squeaks. actor. He squeaks. He squeaks. Okay. He squeaks. So this is the thing. So the director of the first movie, Kevin Lima, did all the squeaking. Oh. And then a great voiceover actor named Jeff Bennett did the voice for the couple of lines at the beginning of the movie. It's only at the beginning. He did like Johnny Bravo. He's like one of the best voice oh, wow. actors in the world. But there was this weird thing so of. It's streaming. They can't afford him. Get Griffin. Yeah. Probably. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think you're jumping at the end of the story here, but yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Two guys have played Pip. There wasn't a clear chain of command. There's a different director on this movie. It's been 15 years. I truly, the way I got the part was I was asked as a favor to fill in at the table read when they were hoping to find a famous person to do it. And, and then they, they did. sort of called me a week later and went like, hey, did, what, hey, we'll just did have you it. have a, did you, how did you psych yourself up with like Griffin? If you nail this, you're going home with this part. Did you, did you walk yourself through that? Or is it just like, just always putting it out there 24 seven. It doesn't matter. You only know how to bring your a game. That's all you have. Only buckets. <sighs> Well, I try. I try to. I try to get buckets whenever I can. It's a yeah. little. A little. We're being. We're speaking honestly here. It was a little column A, a little column B, right? I. I, I get this phone call from my friend, who's the uh, producer on the movie, and he was the producer on the Tick as well. And he goes like, "You'd be doing me a really big favor if you could jump on this Zoom and do this table read." And basically said to me, "There's. There's no job here." There's no job That's here. That's what they want. That's they want, to, they want to see if you'll still bring the buckets. That's the thing. It was sort yeah. of the test. And it was like, there's no job here, but you'd be on a Zoom in front of Disney people and in front of Amy Adams and, you know, maybe, you know, make a good impression for something else down You the didn't line. care about Dempsey? Just Adams? Like Dempsey will be Dempsey, there. Marsden, Menzel, uh, uh, Oscar Nunez Rudolph. from the office. Oscar Nunez. Yes. Um, so that was how it was maybe Alan Tudyk. I don't want to know. We don't. Tudyk yeah. wasn't was not yet, which was exciting when he came yeah. on later. But um, no spoilers, ah! Griffin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have no idea to if do in something. This movie or not. He might have been a key grip. We don't know. I have no idea. Sometimes he just shows up. But so they they say that to me, and my calculation in my head, Juice, wasn't can I steal this part? I truly the limits of my ability at the moment, how far I would allow myself to imagine was. If I fucking nail this read, maybe they let me be the guy who holds the puppet off camera for reference. Okay. Oh, Griffin. Yeah. You Truly, the, sky, I, the sky captain in the world of tomorrow I, is what I was, you... Absolutely. I was like, well, this character's animated. Yeah. If they hire a more famous person to do the voice, they're not going to want to be there on set. Yes. I can be the reference voice. And I'll work. hold the puppet. And you I could was like, be, you could be the Cabethany Olsen, the third of the Olsen triplets. They only use for two shots exactly. from behind. Exactly. Yeah, that I was my you. whole. That was my strategy. And this is coming like right out of lockdown. I've just gotten vaccinated, and I'm like, the idea of anyone hiring me to be anywhere is exciting. Right. So I don't need to be in this movie. Bring me on this set, and and then like yeah, like a week after the thing, they called me and they just said like, you're you're so cheap. This is so much easier if we just hire you. Did they you really then, say that, Griffin, to you? They your didn't face? say that. They okay. didn't say that. But that was the underlying reality is we could save a lot of money that we can sure. redistribute to the CGI and if to we Dempsey. just it's, have you do it. It's yeah, hard. And to Dempsey. It's, yeah. it's hard because they, they know, like, I, as people who've been in films, it's hard knowing that you're in that position because we would do anything for free, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. anytime we're not in a movie, yeah, that's someone said. That's another person who has voted like 
to spend money just on not, nothing, I, essentially. Nothing. Like, yeah. I'd rather them not be in the movie for nothing. There's no, I, they would detract. Every movie that was released without my presence in it means yeah. that the director thought my presence in it would detract from the they, film. They, it yes. was, they, you were not worth zero dollars. They made the decision to invest money into having someone who is better at acting and voice acting than any of the three of us. Well, but Griffin, I would say statistically, mm, Griffin Wonderman. Griffin Wonderman. Yeah. There have been plenty of movies that have gone over budget in history, right? Sure. Those over budget movies went over budget instead of having Justin in them. And that's, that's almost what more I'm offensive. It's almost it's more ridiculous. offensive yeah. that they would rather lose money. Yeah. Uh, there's so no I didn't w- want to ask you about something while we got you. Yeah, uh, let's, not to, yeah. do, let's not do the it's, question we had picked out. I only want to hear Griffin Tooman's thoughts about Pennywise v. Batman. <laughs> I'm into, I'm into all, all this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's call an audible. Okay. We were going to ask you a question about pickles that was going to be really uh, irreverent and fun and probably would have a good time with it. But I only want to know, I only want to talk about Batman v. Pennywise, the, the incredibly... Uh, important Supreme Court case that was foundational right. for the for the fate of our country. Batman v. Pennywise, Dawn of Justice. I um, it's interesting. I mean, look. First of all, I appreciate you buffering, giving me some time, asking some disenchanted questions, so I could really stew on this one. It was Wait, hard for me to focus. Was that November eighteenth? Did you say that? November eighteenth, uh, Disney Plus original okay, film streaming it. everywhere. Yeah, it was. It was hard for me to focus on any of that. Because I was really well, I know, and I I was yeah. sort of talking, but as I was in my head, I was just doing the math. Because I I worry the, if the I Travis the Travis yeah the, the, the exactly Travis approach yeah, yeah 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 if I had answered right away, I think my answer would have been rash and stupid and yeah. poorly okay. thought out. And now I've really had to, some time to sit on this. We all know that obviously the Joker is uh, Batman's greatest uh, enemy, right? Yes. Yeah. The clown uh, prince of crime. The clown prince of crime. I mean, the things that make us cry make him laugh. Yeah. Um, and and also, I mean, what the greatest uh, character in American drama? I mean, has now become our number one and funniest. The yeah. funniest, you can't forget the that. scariest, the serious, the most serious. Why so serious? I Sometimes too I serious, if you ask me. Yeah. But I think this is that thing with the Joker. There's that balance where you do feel like the guy is trying to entertain you. The thing I like about the Joker is that mm-hmm. he has bits, even yep. when he's doing violent stuff or mean stuff, or dare I say it, illegal things. Whoa. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's a, he does crime, guys. Yeah, He but, does crime. Uh, under man's laws, not God's. But 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 he's he's bringing props, right? Yep. He's got the yeah. fish with the lipstick. He's doing little yep. turns of phrase, all that the sort of stuff. The bang gun. Right. The bank yeah. on, and he's got a shtick. He's got an outfit, a persona. He's yeah. doing a whole thing. Blow up yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Funny. Hilarious. Funny. <laughs> Funny. I think Pennywise, despite falling into this evil clown trope. Yeah. Is Pennywise ever intentionally trying to be funny? Mm. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't even right? thought about that angle. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm trying to do the math in my head and go, would Batman hate Pennywise more or less because Pennywise is kind of just straight chaos whereas Joker is putting on a show. Like, this is Batman. It's it's yeah. interesting that you are weighing this in a conversation about who would be whose ass. No, I yes. because like it's it, it, it is interesting to think about like the sport of boxing. Yes. Is if the if one of the boxers hates the other one much, much mm-hmm. more, 
then it will increase the ferocity yeah. of their this blows. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. Because well, like, Bat- Batman doesn't have powers, as we know, right? He's got the well, gadgets. Well, he's very rich. Which is, the ultimate I don't know if you power. know this. It makes someone very power powerful. in our broken society. But but then he also, you know, he is driven by this, this rage, this sense of vengeance. So I'm like, yeah. that's the special move meter, right? Right. I'm I'm just saying I think there's something to the fact that not only is the Joker so twisted, but the Joker annoys Batman. Like yes. the yeah. bits drive him crazy. That fills up the special move meter. The, the the bits are also like, you know, they say that the the Joker is like all chaos, right? Right. But it seems like the Joker is working pretty hard, pretty hard yeah. on this to do the, his bits. This is what Batman is the one who's like, I'm gonna yeah. just punch this. Gift. What if the like, reason? No, like, what no, if the reason it. Batman is so annoyed by the Joker is the Batman does find Joker funny and he's trying so hard to keep a straight face, <laughs> right? Because that's yes. like his whole bit. Yeah. And he's like, he, uh, the, canonically, the the only time he ever ever busted up at the Joker, he fucking kills him. Yeah. The yeah. only yeah. time he ever ever in history busts up at the Joker, he's like, <laughs> good one, Joker. Snap. It made him. So, so fucking angry, angry. that the Joker made him laugh. Whereas, like Pennywise, I wonder if it's just like, well, this is a bad guy. So, to yeah. a certain degree, it's a little more passionless. It's a little more routine whipping this guy's ass. Okay. Because Pennywise, like you know, is just hanging out in a fucking sewer grate, going like, "Come here, kid." Yeah, yeah. which is he's bad. Like, which is bad. Terrible. But he's not like juggling. He's not doing like <laughs> pantomime. He's not committing real crimes. I see what you're saying. Right. Well, right. And he's also not leading with, I'm pretending like I'm a normal clown. He's kind of upfront, just creepy monster in the guise of decrepit clown. You know? Right. That's interesting. And I wonder if that pisses Batman off less. And for that reason, it's more of just a, a routine ass whooping. We are assuming yeah. also yeah. that joke that Pennywise were he would appear today on the day that Batman lives Mm -hmm. that he would be this clown right because I feel like he would definitely come as a Fortnite guy you know what I mean like I think that he could manifest in any shape yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he would probably manifest as Steve from Minecraft or like a Fortnite kind of guy yeah. Interesting. Or like Burger Boss from Fort. He'd pick one of the funny ones. Peel. Oh, one yeah. of the funny ones. Yeah. The ones yeah, that bust yeah. you up. Man yeah. cakes. Dead Love pool. Cakes. Be Dead pool. Right. I think if he does that, like Batman would beat the shit out of Deadpool. Deadpool would oh, drive yeah. Batman crazy. I think yeah. if Pennywise is affecting a persona like that, if he is coming in as like Beef Boss, Batman will get riled up. Yeah. If if he's just a creepy child abductor. I think Batman's hurts in it a little less. But does he still win though? Well, here's the wrinkle I want to put in. Batman rarely goes up against truly supernatural. Yeah. Right. Pennywise has moves that maybe are outside of Batman's wheelhouse. I Mm -hmm. mean, Clayface, Rajal Ghoul. Clayface is science. Killer Killer Croc. Science. Killer Croc has a skin mutation. You yes. leave him alone. Killer Croc science, uh, Mr. Freeze science, Riddler, right. just a, nope. I mean, just a guy with a hot brain. Rush Al Ghul is the guy who found a pit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he's not. It's, Take him away from the pit. He's just like you or me. Exactly. Listen, it's, and everybody's got pits when we get down to it, metaphorically speaking. Of course. Of course. Do you think Batman ever encounters a villain who's just like a guy robbing a bank and he's like, what's your stick? He's like, what do you mean? 
It's like, what are you? Or you're robbing man? No, I'm just. My name's Doug, and I'm robbing this bank. I don't know. I what need to do with money. This. I have no marketable skills. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Do it. It's just like a regular crime. This isn't really a Batman thing. Okay. It's a regular. Crime. I'm gonna go. Um, uh, why is everybody in Gotham robbing banks at night? That doesn't gentleman, make any sense. Gentleman Ghost is a Batman mm. villain, and I don't think you guys could okay. convince me that that's not Shades. That right. that is a good pull. I and I for the listener at home, you did just spend a minute locking in on clearly an extensive Google search trying to find. <laughs> yeah, out. This is not uh, yeah, you went oh, all into a supernatural. Place. Well, okay, I googled yeah. supernatural Batman villains. The number one one is fucking Rajal Ghoul because he can do magic and is immortal and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah but consistently, Rajal Ghoul gets away from Batman. Or like yeah. sometimes via death. But this is a good point. Rajo Ghoul is one of the slipperiest Batman foes. Batman rarely gets the better of him. I yeah. think the supernatural and gentleman ghost, it's like I don't I think I think it's a bad day for Batman when Gentleman Ghost shows up. Oh yeah. Penguin yeah. is like, I know He's what like, to do know with what... this guy. Yeah. I know yeah, his okay. moves. Right? Gentleman Ghost is slippery, and I wonder even just like I don't think Pennywise is stronger than Batman. But I think if Pennywise starts doing that fucking dance, Batman yeah. just might be thrown off his axis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and by the way, we are, I think, all in our minds imagining Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. It, I don't know that we are imagining Tim Curry. I Not, uh, like, you know, obviously iconic Tim Curry Pennywise, like, uh, incredible. Not, the physicality isn't there so much for me. <laughs> With Curry, you're saying. With you imagine Curry, Curry and... and uh, his is more Keaton. of a cerebral terror. Yes, I was actually Bill thinking Skarsgård, as well. Yes, when Bill Skarsgård does his like hit the and starts like you know flossing and doing orange orange. <laughs> we gotta start recording, guys. Seriously, we're gonna yeah. run out of time. <laughs> Griffin, uh, welcome to the show, Griffin Newman. Sorry, we don't have more time to chat. Real quick, gotta yeah. rush you on through November eighteenth. Disenchanted. Yes, yes. Uh, Pip the Chipmunk now talks the entire film. Through now, magic, wow. more chipmunk, more chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, did you have to ad lib some? I did. Yeah, I got, a, I got a couple in Don't there. Don't you hate that? Like you guys had months to write this. <laughs> Just do good jokes in the script the first time. Any, I got um, the one, the one I'm proud of. I think I got a sciatica joke in there. Yes. Are any, uh, yes. any, and, any D's nuts? I tried. Come on, too, man. I tried. All right. Maybe can you record? Oh, can you record a few as Pip D's nuts jokes that then our fans can, <laughs> we can use for stingers? <laughs> cut in and like use it as TikTok. Oh, TikTok. That'll go yeah, like yeah. super viral if you just give us some of <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so just I just want to contextualize this before Set up I the do scene this. for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and the the context will be in it every time we play it. Of course, of course, <laughs> sure, of course. Worry. No, you cannot. You cannot divorce the context from this. Uh, so the, just, you know, to the many Disney executives listening to this episode right now, of course, when I'm about to talk about these nuts, the nuts I'm speaking of are the nuts that Pip the Chipmunk burrows and stores in his yeah, hollowed out tree yeah. hall. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You cannot interpret this any other way. No. Yeah, got it, 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 got it. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys want some bofa? <laughs> You don't need any, that's it. We don't even need the punchline. <laughs> that's it. That's actually perfect. Perfect. Griffin Newman, thank you. Uh, Disney Plus, Disenchanted, November 18th. Catch it. Fun for the whole family. Thanks to Griffin Newman for the, the uh, fantastic, fantastic segment that we've already recorded. 
and it is good. Whew. Yeah, definitely. What was your guys' favorite joke from it? I liked uh, when Griffin Newman talked about which one of us was his favorite brother. No spoilies. <laughs> Wait, you already heard it. You already heard it, so it's already spoiled. Um, thank you so much, Griffin. Uh, make sure you watch Disenchanted on the the Disney Plus. Susan's live. I can't wait. I'm so I can't I'm wait over either. Uh, hey, we I don't think have ever done this before, but there are not going to be new episodes of our shows next week. We are taking our first ever staff retreat, and I know you might think you got would you guys going to fucking Kennywood? The three of you guys going to Kennywood? You have to take a whole week off for that. <laughs> um, no, we're we're, we're not well, us and. All the people that we work with making the shows that that you enjoy, we live all over this dang globe and mostly the country, uh, and we don't get a chance to like see each other and have big talks about life and God and stuff and the future of podcasting and stuff. Uh, and so after our tour, which we're going to tell you about also here in just a moment, uh, we, we're we going to have no new content for the week of November 14th, and we'll be back with new episodes starting November 21st. Uh, and so we we hope you'll, you know, don't, don't get it twisted. We take weeks off all the time. Sure. But the people who work with us, this is a, a, a everyone taking a week off because that, that way they don't have to do the, 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 the work either. Yes. So. Uh, yes. so, yeah, we'll be back with new episodes starting November 21st. Uh, and, oh, here's another, I, th- who wants to do this next one? I said, baby. I do. I'm very excited. Once again, Candle Nights coming up. We're in that Candle Nights season. It's going to be virtual again, so everyone can see it. Um, and it's going to be December 17th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Tickets on sale now at bit.ly slash Candle Nights 2022. Just a reminder, all proceeds from Candle Nights go to Harmony House in our hometown of Huntington, West Virginia, helping people who are experiencing homelessness and all kinds of other services. So bit.ly slash Candle Nights 2022-2022. It's going to be absolutely fun. I can't wait. Uh, You're going to love it. We're going to love it. Everyone's going to love it. Uh, Speaking of things that are awesome and great, we have lots of new merch over there. Shrimp ornament, Bureau of Balance metal ornament, and a Candle Knights ornament that's designed by Brie Paulson, uh, the proceeds of which also go to Harmony House. And 10% of all merch proceeds this month go to Natives, uh, which promotes indigenous foodways education and facilitates indigenous food access. All of that and more at McElroyMerch.com. Hey, also, we're going on tour this week. We're going to be yes. doing Mabim Bam in uh, Cincinnati, Detroit, and in Washington, D.C. And then uh, we're going to be doing Taz in Washington, D.C. here. Cap Let's talk City. openers, too. Let's uh, talk openers. We're going to have uh, Sawbones opening at all the Mabim Bams. Mabim Bams. We're going to have uh, Schmanners up in Cincinnati. We're going to have Wonderful here in Washington, D.C. Uh, before, before Mabim Bam. It's going to be a hoot. Taz is going to be Dadlands 2 featuring returning DM Brennan Lee Mulligan. I cannot wait for that. Uh, it's it's going to be a blast. Go get you some. Have to. I have. I do have to wait. Um, and hey, we also have uh, rescheduled uh, the San Jose and Denver shows that we postponed. 
Uh, we're going to be in San Jose doing Taz with Abria Iyengar on uh, April 27th. We're going to be in San Jose doing Mabim Bam on April 28th. And then April 29th, we're going to be doing Mabim Bam in Denver. If you have tickets already for those shows, they, they will be honored for the new dates. If you can't attend, you can request a refund at the point of purchase. And if you don't have tickets, but you want to go now that we have new dates, tickets are on sale now. Uh, for all those shows, mask and proof of full vaccination or negative COVID test within 72 hours of event start is required. Go to macroy.family and you'll be able to find links to all of our tours and stuff. And finally, don't forget to pre-order The Adventure Zone 11th Hour, theadventurezonecomic.com. Pre-order it now. Comes out February 21st next year. So don't please don't wait. It helps us a lot. Thanks. Thank you. Take us home. Griffin. Take us home. Griffin, one last big... I actually think I did a lot this episode. Oh, okay. So, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Uh, that place in the beach where there's only one set of footprints, that's you, my man. Fuck sand. You're bigger than it. You don't have to be afraid of sand anymore. Stomp on that sand, baby. My name's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.